Well, this week has been crazy, hasn't it? Yeah, it has, really. It's 2020 and it's already a terrible start. Uh, let me. Uh, let deaths me. of Kobe Bryant, um, the <sighs> virus outbreak, Trump talking shit about World War Three. <laughs> and it's only January. It's o- yeah, it's only gonna get downhill from here. Oh, yes. But I am that hopeful person who thinks that maybe there will be hope. This no, year. there isn't. There, no, there isn't. Come on. <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe, maybe. Like, don't you think that, like, there should be something much more positive this year? Hey, Valentine's Day coming up. Please don't tell me there's something else gonna... Huh? Please don't tell me something bad is gonna happen. Like, oh, 9-11 happened again or something. <laughs> nope. No, 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 no. No, no, no. <laughs> Come on. So the only good thing about February is Valentine's Day, right? Uh, yeah, but in a way, yeah. But then again, we're both two single people. Mm-hmm. Unless... No. Can your cats be considered Valentines? No. Can your cats be... Hey, kitty. Valentine... She's... They're staring at me. She's staring at me. I feel a connection, Hamza. Shut up. No, he's, be- he's being a sleepy kitty. <laughs> okay. Alright. So, ready to start the podcast proper? <laughs> yep. Uh, hello everyone, my name is uh, Hamza. And I'm Diraj. And welcome to the HD Podcast. Woo! So, um, we have a lot to talk about. And last episode was really good, actually, wasn't it? We yeah. really had fun with it. Mm-hmm. Quite good, actually. Okay, so speaking of the virus, let's start with the first topic, right? Uh, what's the first topic? Uh, why is China's government being, government being so lazy? Ah, yeah, right. So according to you, okay, so... <laughs> yeah. Bit of, bit of behind the scenes right here. So we literally thought about topics to talk about like a couple days ago. And one of the topics you said was, why is China's government being so lazy about the coronavirus? Explain yourself. Well, for starters, uh... The mask, the mask companies in China are like charging high for their face masks. Really? Stuff. From what I heard, yeah. Hold well, to be honest, Singapore is also running low on face masks. Yeah. Because people, <laughs> people are like reselling face masks at higher prices. Like they buy in, like some people buy in bulk and then they resell for like twice or thrice the prices, when in reality it's supposed to be free. I think yeah. If you were to look up Carousel right now. Okay, but yeah, I literally just looked up um, what you meant and I found, a, I found an article which was January 27th, uh-huh. which was that China is apparently, I don't know, placing a lot of people <coughs> on lockdown. So basically, they are just embargoing their country. Is it a concentration camp thing? No, it's not a concentration camp. It's, it's literally just an embargo to like, it, it's a quarantine zone, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're... Uh... They're blocking, uh, they're preventing all, like, travel. Uh, travel back and forth, right? So yeah. no one can go in, no one can go out. Yep. And apparently. And, um, what, checkpoints? Oh, so they are, they are taking their health situation seriously. Finally. Um, but what does China say about this? Oh, he had, so the... I mean, it took them two months, two months, for them to officially say that there's an outbreak in Wuhan. Legit, two months. Even wasn't you, the wasn't the was outbreak like ever since last year? Actually. Wasn't the outbreak like January? No, it was December. It was December, but oh. they kept it a secret, like censor. <laughs> huh. 
Like they don't want anyone else to know, but in the end, it became a global crisis. Why? The, wh- wh- why, why do you think they wanted to keep it a secret? I have no idea why. <laughs> if so, I, have, I have to be honest with you, I don't know why they had to keep it under the, under the rug, I don't know why. Maybe it's just to save face. Probably. And because, also, again, and also, they, yeah. they are exporting a lot of things, right? Yeah. So maybe their, their clients wouldn't do business with them because, oh, virus. Yes, I'm I guessing think. right now they are they are like reducing their import exports, right? The trades are going down, I think. Uh, also, the World Health Organization uh, is already declared as a global crisis because the outbreak is already spreading to other countries. Like in Germany, there's one already. Jeez. And Singapore now is already fifteen to sixteen cases. Fifteen to sixteen cases. Yeah, yeah. And I think the Philippines have already nineteen cases already. <laughs> wow, that's meanwhile in China is like thousands. Right now, as of right now, it's 3,000. The number of 3,000 confirmed cases. Confirmed? Yeah. And And there's like already a few deaths there, right? Kind, with about 80 deaths. Oh, yeah. And the number were, oh, there is, CNN has a live coverage of like, um, uh, how many cases are confirmed in China. As of January 27th, sorry, uh, as of 31st, it's yesterday yeah as of january 31st it's about more than 3000 yeah Damn. and 82 people are there and yeah so with the global spread there are more than 50 confirmed cases in 13 places 13 places including five in the usa damn yeah no it's it it sucks and um our thoughts and prayers go out to everyone who is suffering from this. <laughs> I was working last week <coughs> on because of Chinese New Year, and what ha- what I saw there was because um, we had a customer who was Chinese, and mm. he was literally just coughing, right? Okay. N- the customer was coughing. Seeing that, my manager and everyone, like all my coworkers, just looked at each other in panic and like, uh, put on your mask, put on your mask, quick, quick. <laughs> So it's that much of a panic that like people are literally getting very scared. To be honest, apparently it can also be, um, it can also be transmitted into your eyes. Oh yes. <laughs> <sighs> well, China cares about con- controlling information rather than controlling an epidemic. Well, well, again, you need you need to think about them from a business standpoint of course they want to protect I mean faces. business standpoint I understand but still this is this is of a global standpoint this is for this is a health related thing yes yeah and it could be serious and it could get could even, be serious I mean, Hamza I, no, it no, is I, serious I mean how do I phrase this it could get even worse than ever I mean a virus is not something to be taken lightly off uh huh and I mean the SARS the SARS outbreak is an example oh yeah yeah that was uh, done in 2003. 2003. But where did it start? Philippines or Singapore? I. It was somewhere in Southeast Asia. It was somewhere around Southeast Asia. Okay, and but then we we got uh, we got scared about about all this, and right now, did your school start a like? You have to declare your travel or something. Ah yes, they did. Everybody, every schools <coughs> are doing that right now. And, like um, they're asking like uh, did, did you travel anywhere Or are you planning to travel anywhere From now to March Yeah So What I don't know man It's It's I 
on one hand, I feel happy that like China is trying to control itself, but on the other hand, it feels it's a just, bit too late. It's, it's just bad. It's just bad. Not really bad. It's it's just a bit too late. If they, if they realized that it was sooner, as you said, like they what China realized that this the virus was in December. End December ish or mid December or something somewhere around late December. Late December, so they could have done something to control it, right? Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, and now we're we're in February and the virus is still spreading like hell. Ah, uh, <laughs> man. Okay. Fuck you, Xi Jinping. Hey, careful! Don't say that. China's gonna China's gonna take you down, boy. Especially because of your race. So yeah. Yeah, but very honestly, yeah. Oh, they, they see Muslims as a virus, they get a virus themselves. <laughs> oh, that's good, that's good. Alright. They call, they call their, the, they call the Muslims in the country virus by, by, by destroying everything they have. Uh-huh. Every peaceful thing they've done. Everything. In the end, they get a virus themselves, and 12 million people are stuck in China. 12 million? Yep. 12 million, or is it I more mean, than that? I mean, the entire population of China. Right yeah, true. Like, 12 million, you're wrong. It's by the way, it's 60 million. True. 60 million people are on lockdown. I mean, because of a virus, they, they could have stopped. They locked down the Muslims in concentration camps. They got locked down themselves by the virus. Mic drop. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I feel that you're very angry about this. I'm, no, no, I'm neutral. I'm neutral. I'm Zen, I'm one with the force. And the force is with me. Fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I can, can feel you're you're very, very angry. Okay. Let's let's move on to something much more light his Oops. mic fell. Let's move on to something much more lighthearted, yeah? Let's uh, move on to something much more lighthearted. Like what? What do we dislike about each other? Nothing. What do we dislike? Okay, because at one point, we've been friends for about five years. Five, more than five years, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. Four, 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 five, five years, four yeah. or five years. There was, at some point, at some point, we did dislike something about each other. What was that? Hmm. I have a list. No, I'm kidding. Wait, <laughs> I'm what? Kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, you... You have you, a list? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Okay. You're fine. Um, uh, what did you dislike about me? I don't know. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, there has to be something. There's a, there's Unless it's serious, I really don't know. There has to be some pet peeve. Mm-mm. Really? I'm really not sure. Okay, my pet peeve, this was something told by my ex, but I didn't really bother about it, what was that? that you kept interrupting people. Like, we... Ah. I, I would talk to you, and then you were like... And then out of nowhere, just like, yeah, by the way, yeah, just look, look at this. Or like, oh, see this point or something. Uh, I get, in, you know, interrupting was part of like, interrupting is part of this dynamic right now. <laughs> interrupting sorry. each other and talking <laughs> over each other. But for me, I'm used to it. I think for her, she wasn't used to it. Uh. And I told you and you actually did try to change. So that that's nice of you. Other than, that, other than that, I don't really have any pet beef. I was jealous of you. About what? The fact that you could voice act. <laughs> that you could voice act much better and like your music talent was so much better than what I was. You, you uh, actually CWA, are you listening to this? <laughs> huh? No, no, uh, just shouting out to YouTube. <laughs> Aw. That, um, like li- literally everything. Like, 
your music you, you were professionally taught taught right you yeah. you went through professional lessons i been playing i went to violin classes since i was primary two piano piano i learned on my own that's self taught i learned piano self taught but it was like somewhere around uh year one of it somewhere last year uh wait no uh, two years ago uh my violin teacher said gave me like a great one piano lessons wow that's nice yeah that, that's that's really nice great one of piano lessons so where is that going for you piano lessons uh well well for now i'm taking a break from like violin and piano lessons because one work. money constraints and two work school yeah school work to be honest yeah same i <coughs> as I much was as like as much as i like as much as I like violin and piano and stuff, but there's also I have to focus on my studies and shit. I was trained in uh, classical vocals for like when I was a kid, but then I stopped because I was very insecure about my voice breaking. It was at that time when I stopped. Your voice breaking? Puberty. Oh. That was when I stopped. I was just very insecure to come to classes. Then I'm like, I don't want to go to classes anymore. So now, like, I think I have, I, I have somewhat control over my voice. I can, I'm learning singing again. I took a vocal range test. A vocal range test? I figured out my vocal oh, range. Oh, I saw that on your, I saw that on your Twitter, but what was the thing? I was baritone. Um, my, my voice ah, is a baritone ber- type. A baritone is nice. A baritone is nice. Yeah. It's, it's bass, isn't it? It's not bass, right? Not really. It's more of like around the medium range kind of thing. Huh. In terms of low to high. Yeah, kind of. That's how I would say in layman's terms. So, <laughs> it's what makes the... He came back with a cat. Hello. Yes. It, yeah, let, let, let the cat just meow in the mic for a bit. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Fluffers. Uh, I think we'll just have to wait. <laughs> nah, it's okay. Wait, no, it's it, it's not Baritone, my bad. It's Tenure. Tenure, oh. Okay. I'm a Tenure. Um, I have no idea what that is. Please explain. Uh, okay, tenor. I I only I only remember like the sim- I only remember like the tenor clef kind of stuff for oh, yeah. for music and for music. There's a theory. tenor clef. Yeah, there's a tenor clef. There's a all. bass, treble, and tenor. Uh, there's the there's the treble clef. There's a bass clef, right? The, those two, you know, right? Yeah. There's also the tenor clef and the alto clef. It's basically the same symbol, but the position differently differently. Oh. And, also, the notes will be positioned differently as well. Ooh, okay, okay. And it's usually for like saxophones, the alto and uh, tenor saxophone stuff. Like shit. Yep. Okay. So, I so what? I'm I'm basically the same vocal range as a saxophone. <laughs> dude, dude. Uh, I wouldn't say that, but I'm not sure how to explain. But my yeah. music theory is a little bit off. Yeah, no. And meanwhile, I have no music theory knowledge. I I just I just know how to I just know how to hit keys on a piano and. Pray that it makes good music, <laughs> which is why I much prefer singing. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you seriously didn't like anything. You seriously like everything about me. I'm oh, surely there was something. Cause I remember at at one point you said I was too controlling. Did I? I I remember at one point you said I was too controlling with like what you could do when it comes to like my projects and whatever. Did I really say that? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know, like... I think it was like a couple years ago. I doubt I said it, though. <laughs> really? I doubt I did, though. <laughs> I'm really not sure. Cause 
because I because we, we we used to collaborate well I I always used to hire you for like extra like voice work or like extra like commentary or like voiceovers like uh, for Infinity War video like the Infinity War that was we both collab like we both joined uh, wrote on that um, and that was really good I think that was when you told me I was still controlling <laughs> wasn't it I don't know was... I can't remember shit yeah same ah uh, it, it was I don't know man it, it was just so like no because I I do agree. I get, con- I get, I tend to get very controlling when it comes to like projects that I know I have an idea about. Mm-hmm. So it's very difficult to like get people to work. Mainly because, and I, dude, your mic keeps falling. Are you okay? I'm okay. I'm just trying to play with my kitty cat. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. S- but with that, right? Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that, like, even even where when I hire like or hire or collaborate with other people. I always have a certain way because right now I'm working on like a cover with like a bunch of people that I have in a Discord server, oh. and one of them just sent me their like their first draft. Oh, okay. He he was confident about it, but then I was like, not good redo. Hey <laughs> oh. I'm a dick, but like it's going it's, going some Simon Pegg kind of bullshit. No, it's it's not really like Simon Pegg kind of thing. It's Simon Pegg. Isn't he that British guy from Ready Player One? Wait, no. Wait, no, no. Simon uh, Cowell. Ah, uh, Simon Cowell, my bad. Simon Pegg is a, right, si- is a British Simon writer. Pegg. An actor. Was he? He was in Ready Player One. That's all I know him from. Uh, I m- remember him from uh, Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you were meaning Simon Cowell, the judge yeah, inspector. I meant Simon Cowell. Mm. I'm sorry, listeners. It's okay. Speaking of which, Simon Cowell is under a lot of controversy right now. Like what? He is apparently like okay. Do you do you know the scam of like reality shows? Yes, I overheard that on Marcus Ultry's channel and uh another channel I forgot. Okay, well, so why the summary of like reality shows is like it's all staged, it's all bullshit, and um. Every and like all the emotional bits, all the judges, the judges' words, they are all staged, and they and there is a proper camera crew made to make them look as emotional as possible. You've heard that, right? So Simon was accused of just harvesting all that money and keeping it to himself, and like I don't know, illegally uh, selling it or something, doing Uh. something illegal with that money. I'm guessing. Or keeping money which doesn't really belong to him, like the sponsors. Sounds like a tax fraud. Kinda. Wait, let me just look it up right now. Like what? Because I know Simon Cowell's under shit for something. But I don't know what, what. exactly. Yeah. Uh, controversy. Simon Cowell controversy. Was there any controversy of this guy? And the answer is. Oh, there is! It was um okay. So this, so it was basically about what was it about? Judges were ah. It was about the toxic culture of judges in the in the reality shows like that. Ah, nice. Speaking nice. of which, my parents really like reality shows. I don't. There is um, like every year, there's a Tamil version of Big Brother. 
For have, real? You've heard about that? Like, Big Brother is just like, they're all stuck in a house and like they have to interact with them for like a hundred days and they eat, they're each given like challenges every week for them to do. Sounds like Minecraft, sounds like Minecraft hardcore mode for a hundred days. Kinda, no, it's, it's survivor but for the first world I guess. It's like first world survivor. Okay, okay. So they're cut off from the rest of the world, they have only each other, there's cameras, mother, and everywhere and um, they are supposed to interact with each other. The show revolves around them interacting with each other. That's what reality TV is, isn't it? But with that, all I see is that it's all goddamn staged. All the, all the pairings, all the setups, they're all meant to cause some kind of buzz. For example, there was a bit where like one of the, one of the stars in that in in the show was like his wife had given birth, but he doesn't know because he's in the house, right? Ah. And then the producers of the show brought his wife and kid to the set so so that there could be a, like a heartwarming moment but all i can see is that it was goddamn staged it was all planned because they want your because Money. they want the ratings they want the views and they want you to go oh that's so adorable and and, and like give you good reviews so they want to give you an emotional connection which ultimately is built on corporate lies Hmm. Isn't it? Well, Korean variety shows not as much. Variety shows like like what exactly? Uh, is this uh there's this show a uh, Korean variety show called My Little Old Boy, My Little Old Boy. Right? Uh-huh. Basically, like the parents see like like how their chi- their children like, their children celebrities that uh, like their sons and daughters are, uh, who are celebrities, right? Right. Uh. Like how they go the day to day lives like that, and see, uh, like the chemistry between each other like that, and the really? coworkers. Yeah. Okay. And and there's another one called Knowing Brother, right? Uh huh. <coughs> which is. Which is basically they bring, uh, certain celebrities on board, and they'll ask them certain questions like that. Uh, either they bring actors, singers, uh, boy bands or go, groups like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll just. Ask them certain questions that whether it be whether it be a little bit suggestive or something else, uh. like right. like they'll ask, do you have a girlfriend? Ah. <laughs> do you have a boyfriend? That kind of thing. Uh. Which and, then, and then they okay. do like some skit. They try to do a skit together like that. What the hell? <laughs> like just, why? Like a, like they do a random scenario together, and then there's another one. Random scenario read. together with like what star K-pop star and her significant other? No, no, like just just random skits in general like that. Just make a comedy skit based on like what they had encountered in real life. Ah oh, man, and like some of them, I'm I'm guessing are like traumatic memories. Uh no, like uh funny like funny stuff like that. Oh. Like the funny moments in their life like that, and they just okay, re, re remake it in skits like that. That's pretty cute. That's, and then that's another one which I really like the most is Running Man, which is which is basically uh, a group of members uh, who. Who, who are given nicknames based on based on their personalities like that. Like, like the host of Running Man, he's like given the nickname Grasshopper because of his nose and stuff. <laughs> Wait, that's I think. Wait, that's... was it his mouth or something? I forgot. 
I think that's delving into the bullying people. No, no, no. Uh, uh, but then the strong guy of the group is called the the commander, like that. Objectification. All right. This feels very objectified. Oh no! But anyway, it's just like each episode they do like challenges like that. Oh. Okay. And right. at the same time, they like either they do like farming challenges or like fishing challenges or many more. Uh, or superhero chal- or superhero battles like that. <laughs> like, like there's this one episode which I really like the most, right? But each of them have like a certain power like that, right? And one of them is the mind reader. Another one is the cloner, and so basically, him and a few other stunt doubles like that are like he can like just like. Use them to like hold his enemies back, which is really powerful. <laughs> it's yeah, I I can see why that's entertaining. But again, yeah. it's all staged. <laughs> it's it was all pre-planned, and I'm guessing they had very specific plans of who is what superhero. Yeah, and sometimes it's like they ask for the members' like kind of opinion, uh, like for uh, like for future episodes, right? When they want to like reminisce on us, uh, the episodes they in, right? They mm-hmm. ask like. Set the members on like what was their uh, opinion on like, each episode like that, uh, and they and they like talk about how they like the super superhero episode, and who wants to go back into it later, and how like one of the members was able to like switch up the powers like that, and only he knows and no oh. one else knows. So that makes it more interesting. Hmm. Okay, so it's actually a much more like unique kind of concept, isn't it? Welcome to variety shows of Korea. Well, variety show. Well, Korean variety shows they they're mostly harmless, right? Yeah, they're very like harmless. they're they're not meant to like bully anyone. Mm-mm, no. Because in India, right, like these kind of like reality shows or like variety shows in general, sometimes you can go into the realm of bullying people. Ah. Like for example, like in 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 that same reality show which I talked about, there is a ch- there there was like one week where they had to act as another person, <coughs> and the producers already decided on like what person each person would act as. They were all around the house, so it was basically just roasting each other, roasting oh. one another in in, in in like their entire like the set. Say like person A is, is given the is given like oh you have to act as person B. The producers already know that like person A, person B may or may not have a feud going on, so person A can just roast the fuck out of person B all he wants, right? And that's and that's entertainment, apparently. Meanwhile, like, Japanese it's, variety. It sounds like a, a rap battle kind of stuff. Rap battles, at least, they're done in fun. Like they're done in good fun, and they're done like to roast others. Not really roasting. This checks. This tri- that that's also another thing. That's that was mostly done for fun. Unless you're Eminem or Machine Gun Kelly. Fuck Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> Legit. Fuck that man. I mean, he's he's alright, I guess. I mean, he's decent, but like his choice of like his choice of music, like, like trap. It's very trap. Like heavy beats and all that. It feels very off with his rapping. I don't know why. Like it doesn't mix well with his rapping. Ah, that that's why that's why I feel. I mean, his rapping is decent, but his, his choice of background music and stuff, like his his produce, beats, his beats is just a little bit off. Yeah, like his rap double, for example, like it doesn't fit well with the music. I don't know why. Huh. It just it just it doesn't feel right. It doesn't okay. have that. It doesn't have the impact that he's trying to do with his 
words and raps. Yeah, so maybe so. The Eminem, a, Eminem, he, do, he does it very well. Like so, the the so you're saying that there is a dissonance between his producers and Machine Gun Kelly himself, like like his rapping and and background music. Is so they could have just like you know discussed it earlier or whatever. It's not really discussed. It was just a poor choices. Yeah, constantly poor choices. Poor choices in music. Uh, well, not really music. It's just beats. Yeah. Because with rap, there's very little music. It's just beats. Quite with like occasional like I don't know melodic elements. As long as you just have a good beat, you're good. Oh, like the like the real Slim Shady, please stand up. Oh yeah, real. S- Wait, that that's a nine. That 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 was an Eminem. Right, that's an Eminem album. My bad. Yeah. Have you heard music to be murdered by? It was. I've heard re- the darkness was- one. Oh, dark. Okay. Because it was. I've not. Re- I've not heard the entire album though. I tried to, but halfway through I got bored. How many songs are in that one album? It's about fifteen. I'm looking it up right 15. now. Fifteen. I'm looking it up right now. I'm looking it up right now. Because M, he he released it all of a sudden. You know that, right? Yeah, he's very subtle with his releases sometimes. Not very subtle. It he he followed the example of Kamikaze. He didn't release anything, and all of a sudden, <laughs> like people who followed Eminem is like, boom, new album. You're you're yeah. welcome. Yeah, he'll be like that sometimes. He has been doing that ever since, like, Kamikaze, if I'm not wrong. Okay, so, how many songs are there? There are I think 20 doing, songs. I up. think he's been doing that ever since Revival came out and the backlash he got. Yeah, kind of, because people judge the track list a lot. And right now, because of the fact that, like, no one... Because of the fact that it comes out of nowhere, and you get literally the track list as it's seen on, like, your Spotify or Amazon or whatever, or wherever you ah, order it, people can judge it on the spot. And, but by then it's already too late <laughs> The album's already out What you gonna do? And it's got number one The entire album right? On the Billboard charts? I'm not sure Has has Music To Be Murdered By reached Al, Al, uh, Number one on Billboard Music To Be Murdered Okay it's, it's Is that second Billboard group. or something else? Excuse me <laughs> Excuse you uh, Let's see Oh it debuts at number one You're right On Billboard right? It, it's on C- Again Another CNN uh, thing Oh yeah, it's Billboard, right? Nice. The entire album, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. Ooh, but it has a lot of controversial lyrics. Interesting. Uh, hello. When it comes to controversy, uh, Eminem doesn't shy away from it. Oh yeah, definitely. Remember there was a remember there was a like a controversy with one of his tracks in Kamikaze, which which he uses a gay slur with one of the rappers. Faggot. Yeah. I think it, I think the track was fall. Yeah, it was fall. With the with all the releases, he already censored that. I mean, he dis he he's able to diss anyone with like very unique words. <laughs> kinda, kinda. But then again, Kamikaze and now music to be murdered by. Should come at me with a tech knife, but something good. Yeah, um, they they both are like under the Slim Shady banner, if you noticed, because like their producers are like Slim Shady. It's it's under Shady Records, I guess. So it's it's meant to be a, a Slim Shady album, uh, as compared to Revival, which was an entire Eminem album, kinda, which is like Eminem as in Eminem. Because <laughs> we we know Eminem and Slim Shady are two different people, but then sometimes he, he the tones are different, you know. Yeah. What what is the difference between the tones for M and Slim Shady? Like his real Slim Shady stuff and stuff. Yeah, but like. So what's the difference with the tones? Like, what is M style? What is Slim Shady style? Oh, it's 
it's more like yeah. like sometimes you go like for serious tones or like great but when it comes to being like like the real slim shadies or like the without me kind of song uh it goes very upbeat kind of thing uh. like very not really some, upbeat it's it's like, more of like Nah, just this, this looks that good job me, so everybody just follow me. Ah, uh, so Slim Shady is just much more like playful. Eh, uh, something, I guess. Playful like and like, again, with the disses. Yeah. And Eminem, Eminem the Eminem goes much more serious. Go for the juggler. That's, that's not, that's not M, I think that's Slim. Is it? No. That's it. Or is it both? I'm not sure. They both are the same, we're talking about the same people, but yeah, I know, they're no, like but different styles. Yeah, I know. But I think it's kind of a mix of both since both they do their disses. Like his Kinda, both sides yeah. both sides of themselves are like dissing people in their own style. Yeah. Like, I, mean, yeah style sure, sure. I I'm really scared about Lil Nas X though. Why why man? Because you know who's Lil Nas X, right? Yeah the old town The old town road guy. <laughs> That's all you know about yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, okay. Right. Lil, Lil Nas X he he recently came out as gay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's surprising. The, it's not surprising. It's just who he is, I guess. He's I, he's I think like twenty. This year, is that twenty or twenty one? That's cool. Why? And now, a lot of people in the hip hop industry are like criticizing him for being gay. But then again, this is not what hip hop was about, nor isn't it? It's I don't know. It's just uh, it's. It sucks that like people in the hip hop industry have ha- are still very homophobic. I think the same happened with, when it came to Adam Lambert when he came out as gay. Who's Adam Lambert? He's from Lincoln Park, isn't he? No, no. Uh, hold on, let me find a picture of him. Adam Lambert, right? He's yeah. I because I I know he's Adam Levine Lambert. No, not not Adam Levine Lambert. Lambert. He is. Oh, he's a he's a singer. Okay, that's. <coughs> oh, he's from Queen. Okay, so he, he so he oh shit yeah he he looks gay as shit. <laughs> oh so he has so, oh he was in Queen from since two thousand eleven. Okay okay, Queen. Wait Queen's still a thing? It was from nineteen seventy. It was from American Idol. Oh okay okay. Huh, wait I, I'm surprised that it's still Queen is still a thing. It is. Wait he is so great. Uh, apparently, oh. Because apparently Adam Lambert he has collaborated with Queen for like this. That meets since two thousand eleven, and then there are plans for tour for tours in this year as well. Huh. Good to know Queen is still a thing. Okay. Because she's that- a killer queen. Hmm. Okay, so twenty eleven to present. Ah, okay, so yeah, that that is the thing. They will tour Japan and South Korea in January 2020, followed by Australia and New Zealand in February. <laughs> Man, they're old. Okay. Alright, when this, and the topic of celebrities leads me to a topic that you also suggested. That, so what part of celebrities should, what part of their lives should celebrities keep as private? Uh... It's private, I think, like, their personal life in general. Because some people, they are okay with revealing like, their personal Like, here's the thing, life. here's the thing. Celebrities, they're, they're just like us. They're just like any of us. They have their, they have their lives. They have their families to take care of. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have their parents. They, might, they have their children. They have their 
wives or husbands like that. Yeah, yeah, true. They, they also have to spend time with them also, as well. True, but some people are much more public with their personal lives. Some people keep their private lives private. So when does a public figure have a private life? When he's given a chance. Like, you know how like paparazzi, they'll use any chance they get to take a picture of like like celebrities in like random areas like how to say like the Marvel cast right in like Target and Walmart stores like that uh-huh. they'll just like take a picture of them or some shit oh yeah yeah cause I or like Daniel Radcliffe with his guns going like hmm yeah <laughs> while he was filming for Guns Akimbo like that what um, what happened in that case? uh no like they, they like how to say paparazzi they, like I said they'll just use any chance to get to like take a picture of them or like try interact with them like that when they just like, like they seem like they want to be alone and do their thing like that I I think the same thing was happened with the actor kid who played Morgan Stark ah yeah she and he, and he she received a lot of backlash for like not wanting to stand for like autographs or like pictures or whatever because but she has her own thing as well no she's literally a kid come on Exa- yeah exactly she's, she's just a kid. like she has her stuff she's just a kid who just happened to star in the biggest film that's all in the biggest film and of they decided to back and they to, to just bash her on that yeah so called quote unquote fans decided to bash on her whereas the real fans are protecting her yeah true very true because here's the thing, here's the thing. Look like loud ass cars. <laughs> That's a loud ass car, jeez. It's I was like, editing last week's episode and like you could hear these cars. Sometimes the car- cars are very loud. <laughs> Motorcycles. And it usually happens either in late in the afternoon or in night. Huh. How do you guys sleep, man? It's only like once once a few times like that. Ah, okay, okay. Anyways, uh like the quote unquote fans, right? They're not really fans, they're just assholes in general. Yeah, very true. Very like, true. for example, the Iris West kind of thing, right? Uh-huh. Uh, they, yeah, they bash on... They bash on the character, they bash on the actor like that. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, and... How Candace is like... I'm not Iris, I'm, I'm the actor. Like that. So she plays a character, that's it. So people but are... they bash her on the character. So people are just blurring the lines between a character you play and a person. Unless you're Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Unless you're Robert Downey Jr., yeah, the lines are completely not there. But then, here's another one, which was the Star Wars prequels. What uh, is it? Ep- episode 1, there was the child actor of Anakin Skywalker, right? Uh-huh. Uh, he was bullied a lot in school because the, his classmates were very jealous that he was chosen to play Anakin Skywalker. Okay, that's, that's childish, but carry on. Uh, but it got really worse. They had to transfer schools and stuff. <laughs> wow! Like he was bu- he was like bullied daily, I think. And and like, as he got older, he was like prone to drug use, like that, abuse. Like that. Oh no! Yeah, that, that's how bad it was. Then there was another actor for the Gungan alien known as Jar Jar Binks, which is the, one of the most annoying characters on Star Wars. But I I don't mind Apparently. because I li- because I like the voice. I like the voice. And but here's the thing though, the actor, right? Yeah. Of Jar Jar Binks, uh, because of how hated the character was and how hated they were on him, especially, uh-huh. he thought for many suicide. How old was he? He was like, he was in his 30s, I like, Oh man. 
That's not fair. Like media forcing you to kill yourself. Okay, so and Anakin and the actor for Anakin Skywalker, Hayden Christensen, right? Uh huh. He got bashed for playing like uh, insecure, like playing Anakin as an insecure teenager, but that's what he was supposed to be. Yeah. But I think people are just like they really once that's, once they and see also that's why Hayden had to retire and retire from acting and live on the farm with his family. Yikes. Because he wants to take a break. He wants to take a break from acting in general. Ever since uh, playing the prequels like that, I think people should just honestly like try experimenting with different actors in different roles. Okay, here's an example. Uh, the biggest example I can think of right now is J.K. Simmons. Oh yeah, what? Okay, he was uh, Jonah Jameson for the for the Raimi Spider-Man. He was the M&M candy. M&M candy. The pro- the oh. chocolate. Uh, he he voiced the can uh, he voiced the chocolate piece. Oh no! Oh my God! Really? He voiced he was, the chocolate piece. Then he moved. Then to the there was like he voiced the chocolate piece, in general, but for advertisement <laughs> and stuff, right? But there, there was one advertisement, right, where the chocolate piece wished that he, uh, he was human, right? And then the chocolate piece became Danny DeVito in a red shirt. Oh no! <laughs> That's how the advertisement went. Oh my goodness! It was it was enjoyable though. I can see that it's so cringy. It's funny. And then the video is just like going out to people like, "Hey, do you want to eat me? No one wants to eat me." And he gets hit by a truck. <laughs> this reminds me that 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 sounds like an Astrid movie sketch. <laughs> it's like, "Hey, do you want to eat a muffin? But I want to die. I want to die. Yeah. It's muffin time. Uh, it's twelve thirty. Somebody kill me. Somebody kill me. <laughs> yeah." Uh, I should not be straining my throat because. Okay. Yeah. No. Don't don't, don't yeah. ruin your voice, mate. Come on. Yeah. And in the DCEU, he switched to James Gordon. Ah, uh, yeah. And then he went it's back. It's interesting. It's quite interesting seeing him as James Gordon. Yeah. And then he switched it's kind back. Of suits him though. Huh? It kind of suits him though. Yeah. Really. And then he switches back to Jonah Jameson for the MCU Spider-Man. So. He say he trusts Barbara. Yeah. He's bald. <laughs> yeah. No. So like, <laughs> he he has played. Jonah Jameson for the Marvel fanboys for like since Raimi's Spider-Man but people want him there because either fan service or like the creators the producers think like oh only JK can play him but no that's not true but, and also there was another thing right uh, for Spider-Verse right into the Spider-Verse movie yeah the Peter Benjamin Parker right the, the old Spider-Man the, with the belly and stuff uh-huh. they were contemplating on whether to uh, bring uh, Toby Maguire to voice him. I don't think Toby should. But I think Toby should have been a good but, spot. But or what was it for a different Spider-Man like that? Huh. They were planning to bring Toby into it, but then okay. they thought, yeah, let's scrap it. And then fans were like, we were this close to greatness. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I mean, look, Toby is fine. Uh, he's he's been a really good Spider-Man. To be honest, he's been setting the stage for the MCU. Without him, I don't think people would have had would have given Iron Man a chance. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. So Raimi Spider Man literally made people consider Iron Man, and then because of Iron Man's success, the MCU was born. Yep. So and because and so oh, with poor Terrence Howard and Edward Norton did not get their chances. Oh yeah, Terrence Howard, right? That yeah, was Terrence Machine. Howard. Uh, Terrence Howard, the first actor for War Machine. <laughs> and Edward Norton, Norton yeah. for The Incredible Hulk. I don't know why they got switched. Uh, I think Mark Ruffalo said something about 
him being uh, him being as the recasted Hulk, right, was kind of a bit of a mistake because of the CGI thing. I don't know. I forgot it was in. I forgot it was like in a Jimmy Fallon episode or something. Huh. It was like back when Avengers came out. Okay. So it was a while ago, alright. But okay, let's. And also another thing which I can talk about is like James Earl Jones as Mufasa in both the oh. 1997 Lion King and the 2019 Lion King. Again, people want him to be Mufasa because no other voice or whatever. But then again, they Jimmy recut- Irons' scar is awesome. But then he wasn't in the 2019 Lion King. Um, even though Jeremy Irons himself said that like, oh, I am interested to play Scar again. But they recast him for some reason. Who, who voiced Scar in there? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Jeremy Irons is not there, so that's sad. And oh, if I'm not wrong, James Earl Jones is also a Star Wars character. Yeah, he voiced Darth Vader. Wait, really? He is the one who voiced Darth Vader. Oh my god, okay. If only you knew the power of the dark side. That's interesting. So good to know James Earl Jones is stuck with this now. <laughs> uh, unless they already recast him as someone else now. Who's Darth Vader now? Uh, well, the suit actor, I'm not really sure, but he's the main voice for Darth Vader. He has been, and he still he's is. Been, he's been the voice actor of Darth Vader since the originals. And he still is. Yep. Huh. Okay. Good to know James even, Earl Jones is stuck. Uh, like even in Rogue One, like that, and up to now in Rise of Skywalker and stuff. Ah, uh, that's that's cool. It's it's it. I mean, it's he's like, like the iconic voice actor for Darth Vader. That's it, it, it was kind of like because that's good. So it's like they, Kevin Conroy for that. Yeah, it's kind of like that. But here's the thing, though. Um, when George Lucas, right? When he kept when during when he first made Darth Vader and while filming A New Hope, right? The, when the, the the actor he chose for playing the Vader, the, the suit actor, he said his voice wasn't intimidating enough. So he had this, so he had to find someone who could like voice over like that. Uh-huh. And that's when he found James Earl Jones, and that's how the iconic Darth Vader came to be. Oh my! And here's a th- here's a fun fact about the breathing as uh, breathing effect. The producer of like they gave him a gas gas. No no no! It's kind of like. The producer kind of used like a scuba kind of equipment. No wonder. Yeah, it sounds like a scuba tank, right? It's a, they used a scuba equipment to go along with the effect of the breathing. So it's so they physically recorded him in a scuba tank. No, no, it's like separate. Like that. James Earl Jones this does the voice of Darth Vader, while someone else does the little breathing thing with the scuba thing. Huh. So and, and there was a lot of like editing and stuff. Uh. And I'm sound. guessing the effect was just to make it sound more like robotic or metallic or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, alright. Okay, this reminds me of something else which I want to talk about. What's that? You're an artist. Yes. And, and one of the things you are trying to do is commissions. When yes. you're opening it in March or something? Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And one of the things you have made it very clear is to buy, yeah, to buy Smile. Ah. Why? Why do artists draw smut to get like you know more people to buy their shit? Uh, we need the money, man. We need the money. <laughs> like yeah, people need the money, but you can draw normal things. Like, yeah, can't no, I know, you? I know, I know, I know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess drawing smut is like a way to set a challenge for them. I don't know. Not really. Well, like, my my theory is just like people personally, would... I was like curious in making smut like that. Ah, uh, people. My theory is that people are just thirsty and that they they will literally buy it for nudes. <laughs> they pay for some animated nudes. 
yes okay but I don't know if it feels like everyone is just drawing smart to desperately get a fan to like get a client base so people will actually buy their other work because we notice a lot of people are actually moving into like more NSFW art right now like there's an artist which I follow who's like here's NSFW for free pay for Patreon for like the extreme versions oh yeah I, had, I think I've seen that on uh, Insta- on another Instagram account uh, called Olixu Art I think yeah uh, she's wait, wait, they uh, he's done uh, like he's done like Teen Titans kind of art style like that huh. and he thought oh, why not make an SOW of like Robin and Starfire and Beast Boy and Raven I wanted a Starfire and Raven art <laughs> hey come it, on is it because of that uh, account you show me <laughs> no it's not only that it's, it's just that like come on that there may be an interesting dynamic you can explore because like one, one is emo one is like more fun Wait, no. Depending on which Teen Titans are we talking about? If we're talking about Teen Titans, the, the cartoon, and Teen Titans Go, also the cartoon, yeah. The, not, the dynamic not, is really not clear. Teen Titans Go, fuck that. Well, Teen Titans Go, it still retains the original, like, dynamic of the anime, of the original show, but it's just not that good. Wow, yeah, that's really nice. Wait, is that, is that Teen Titans O3, Teen Titans Go, or DC's Titans? You know what I'm talking about, right? DC's Titans, Netflix's show? I think it's a mix of Teen Titans and DC's Titans. But because uh, got like some Red X stuff in this one. Maybe. Yeah. I don't like the design of... That's awesome. Yeah, he's he's showing me uh, the art. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Okay. Oh, he's done a drawing uh, to me challenge as well. Damn. Okay, so his style is very comic style. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's going for like a... Like a mix of anime and comic style like that, and he one time does he one time drew for the, like uh, for like a Raven comic, of, like a cover. Ooh, so he's actually an official artist for DC. Uh, freelance artist. Awesome. Okay, that's good. That's very good. So at least some people can still like, they can get jobs working for DC or Marvel with comic drawings. What is your job? Is it? like what's your future as an artist? What are you planning to go for? Animator. Animation. And at the same time, it, I want to like, like with my music talent, I want to try and like make my own soundtrack like that. Kind of like, kind of some, like, kind of like a Mandalorian kind of stuff. Like a Mandalorian soundtrack or like the Joker soundtrack. Yeah, by the way, the Joker soundtrack is the best. It's literally just cello all the way, man. Yeah, it's very nice. So it's very nice. And also it's like very like... It gives like a very dark sense. Yeah. Something that like pulls your heartstrings kind of thing. Oh yeah. I, I, and fun fact, that was actually, I think I told you this before, it was her first ever movie. I, oh yeah, yeah. It was, it was the first movie, it was the first movie And she got a goddamn Oscar for that. No, she yeah. got nominated, right? Yeah, she got nominated for an Oscar for that. She's been doing TV soundtracks, right? Before doing movie soundtracks. Yeah. And yeah. her first movie soundtrack was The Joker, right? Right, right. And yeah, that's awesome. That is, so... Props to you. Props Yay. to you, Hilda or something. Uh, I'm sorry, we hey, cannot pronounce Hilda your name. Hilda or something. Sorry, yeah, we're, we have trouble pronouncing your name. She's I'm very sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Speaking of which, have you heard like Joaquin's uh, Oscar speech? Uh, he actually fine. won. He won a Critics' Choice for the Best Actor. Damn. I heard he's, he said something about being on the shoulders of Heath Ledger and he said, thank you brother. Oh no, yeah, definitely. Because I, I have a feeling Heath because him the inspiration. Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix were like best buddies like that. Aww. From what I heard. Okay, that's cute. And so, I'm guessing Heath and Joaquin, Heath helped Joaquin become the Joker. I'm guessing, I don't know. Kind of like an inspiration. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> when you realize like, Heath, Heath Ledger's Joker inspired Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, and that character is meant to inspire the Joker that you see in the Batman movie. So it's just a chain of inspiration, isn't it? Yeah. Well, what are your thoughts about Robert Pattinson's Batman movie coming up? Uh, I'm kind of curious, actually. Almost, because I'm quite curious on Robert Pattinson's portrayal of Batman. Because I only saw him as the Twilight guy. I remember seeing him as Cedric Diggory from Harry Potter. Fuck you. Wait, he's from where in Harry Potter? Cedric Diggory. Oh, okay, okay. So, wait. I'm guessing that's a terrible character. No, he's a good character. Because I read Cursed Child. He's portrayed as like this important kind of person. He's this important kind of bratty person. Not really. No, not, he's not bratty at all. He's very handsome, kind, and also understanding whether whether he's in Hufflepuff or Gryffindor, he's willing to help others like that. Okay, so Cedric. Uh, he, and he's a, the main, he's also the main reason for like uh, Harry Potter, well like Harry Potter's, because Harry Potter witnessed his death like that. Yike. Also, oh, so, so that as, motivates as, him to take down the dark, take, uh, Voldemort. The, yeah. I almost said Sadat Vader, and then I realized wrong franchise. <laughs> Bro, I swear, James Old Jones is gonna come in, and Ralph Fiennes is just gonna be like, <laughs> only you do the power of the dark side of the cadaver. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, Ralph finds his Voldemort. Yeah. Okay. But if he wasn't the original Voldemort, because there was the first Voldemort was back in Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone. He got changed. Who was the Philosopher's Stone Voldemort? I forgot the actor, but he was very terrifying. He looked very terrifying. Because one, he's like a face on the back of a head. Yeah, I know, I saw that. Second, he, his voice is very intimidating, just like Ralph Fiennes. No, I think Ralph Fiennes' Voldemort is just he's always on the verge of crying. He sounds like he's on the verge of crying. <laughs> I don't need you. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah. But yeah, the Sorcerer Stones, the Stones Voldemort destiny. is very intimidating though. Huh? The Sorcerer Stones Voldemort is very intimidating though. Yeah. It's one I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. So, I, and plus the casting is just getting very, very good right now. Speak, uh, for Robert Pattinson's Batman? For the upcoming Batman movie, which is like oh, 2021 yeah. or something. I heard, I heard the villain is going to be the Penguin or something. Probably, yeah, probably. It's either Penguin or Raish. Raish Al Ghul. Yeah. But isn't Raish a villain for Batman Begins? He was a villain in Batman Begins, but he wasn't really the immortal kind of guy because uh, Christopher Nolan was going for a realistic kind of view. Because there's no Lazarus Pit, no... Mm. 
no none value. of that like immortality thing no the league of assassins also doesn't exist it's more they're called the league of shadows instead ah okay well at least there are there is some things so nolan's style is was much more realistic and gritty focusing on realistic uh world crisis like that especially uh, with the joker like that he blew up the hospital yep yeah, that was that was that was all practical. By the way, he yeah, really blew he, up all hospital. He, they had only one shot of it, but then when one of the explosives didn't go off, he just started improvising by messing around. It's like, around. hey, wait, the button doesn't work because the actual button actually didn't work in that scene. But then he Fletcher was like, he was he was trying to he was trying to just go keep the camera scrolling. Yeah. So the, and also it provided. And Christopher was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, go go go. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. That was good. Alright. Because it's improvised well, very well. And because and plus it actually did surprise us with like some good tension. So what was actually an accident gave us a moment of tension there. Thank you, Heath Ledger. We'll we will miss like Kobe Bryant. Yeah. He, usually like he's a legend. usually gamers, right? When they do like uh like grenade tosses in games like that, they say Kobe. Oh yeah. But then they and, 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 and now with the death of Kobe, it's just gonna be Kobe. <laughs> no, usually, yeah. Well, yes, but now, but then they thought this is for Kobe like that. Aww, <laughs> that's just cute. One Kobe is a like one of the best NBA uh, slash Lakers basketball player. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> you okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Are you gonna watch Birds of Prey? Birds of Prey, yeah, maybe. Probably, yeah. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested to see Ewan McGregor's uh, portrayal of Black Mask. <gasps> Black Mask? He's, He's Black Mask. Oh my god, Black Mask is actually uh, is, is coming to the big screen. I've only seen him in Arkham Origins. And 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 oh yeah, about that. Ewan McGregor is Obi Wan Kenobi. Wow. I love that. Okay. I love that. Alright. I just imagined. Okay, that's I just imagined a Star Wars uh, like reference coming in a Birds of Prey movie where he's like, I love that Holly. <laughs> oh my. And also, I feel like this is gonna be a little bit more unique. And looking at the. Who's the director of Birds of Prey? I forgot. Because it's not David Ayer, right? I don't think so. Because David Ayer, he ruined Suicide Squad, didn't he? Uh, yeah. He. There was a lot of like production issues. Same with Hellboy, actually. If you watch uh, Hellboy 2019, the, re- the remake one. Hellboy 2019. I have not seen that one. Actually. Don't, Don't bother. What? Don't bother. It has a lot of good cast, but same issue with Suicide Squad. Story was rushed. It was all over the place. Didn't work. Like it tried too hard to be edgy. Ah. And it was a waste of a perfectly good cast. And the Hellboy design looks good. Hellboy design looks good. And the actor was like an A-list actor. It was David Harbour. Oh yeah, alright. It was David, like, how do you mess that up? Ah, like... Well, on the bright side, he's going to be Red Guardian. He's gonna be what? Red Guardian in Black Oh Widow. yeah, Black Widow. Are you actually gonna watch Black Widow? I feel like I'm not gonna watch it. Why not? I... It's... We could've got... We should've gotten this movie earlier. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely. We should've gotten this movie Probably earlier. after Civil War, but... Um, before Civil War. You should've been there before Civil War. No, because this thing, Black Widow takes place after Civil War, though. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So it was the in between Civil War and Infinity War. Yes. Yeah, it sh- it should have happened, but instead we got a goddamn Spider-Man film, didn't we? We got Homecoming. What's wrong with that? Hey, I'm kidding. Hey, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Homecoming is the best, but like, come on, like Homecoming was just made to like 
renew your interest in the MCU, I guess. Black Widow was made... Black Widow... I guess no, not a lot of people care, per se, about Black Widow. Let's look at the, let's look at the box office and, like... Let's look at how, how many people actually show up for Black Widow, right? Because I feel like, with Endgame, my interest in the MCU is gone. Like, there is nothing else interesting. Like, I mean, Infinity Black, I think the Black Widow movie is kind of like a prologue kind of thing. Like, like an epilogue after Endgame or something. I don't know. Like, because from Iron Man until Endgame, that is called the Infinity Saga. Uh-huh. So there's going to be a new but saga. But Black... No, Far From Home. Far From Home is also considered the Infinity Saga. It's the epilogue of the Infinity That's the epilogue, correct. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, Black Widow, it narratively takes place before... Uh, Infinity War. So it is supposed to be in the Infinity Saga, but why did they move it as part of Phase 4? Why is that the first film of Phase 4? I'm not sure. I think they're teasing something about Taskmaster. I mean, and also Taskmaster's design is just garbage. Yeah, it just looks bad, but him like completely copying the movements, right? When I, in that Black Widow trailer, right? When he copied her moves very perfectly, I'm like, there's gonna be more. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. I feel like. But here's the funny. Here's the funny thing, though. He cannot copy Deadpool's moves because his moves are very unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that that makes sense. And We're, so Deadpool's going to be an MCU, right? Isn't he? Oh no. Wait, he is. Ryan, I mean, I mean, Disney owns Fox, so. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is the only character they did not want to recast. No, 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 no. I know, I know. They didn't want to recast him because he's too perfect as Deadpool. No, it, it's not that he's too perfect. Deadpool, the Deadpool creators knew Ryan Reynolds would be perfect for Deadpool. Ah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Which is since X-Men Origins, but they si- fucked him up. Kinda, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I like the sword things, but... The claws? The sword claws, yeah. Yeah. No, but I... No. Actually, if you want to go back and look at, like, Deadpool comics, ah, yeah. they make a lot of references to Ryan Reynolds. Ah, yeah. So the the creators knew in some way if there was gonna be a Deadpool like movie, no choice but Ryan Reynolds. Definitely. Because I guess that Wade Wilson's also Canadian, right? Wade Wilson's Canadian. I'm guessing, right? He's Canadian like Wolverine. Ah, okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. But Hugh Jackman's Australian. Huh? <laughs> huh? An Australian man playing a Canadian man, that sounds like an American. Meanwhile, um, a British guy plays an American guy. Spider-Man. New Yorker. Yeah, New Yorker. And someone from Florida is playing a New Yorker. Venom. Oh yeah, Tom Hardy. Yeah. That reminds me of something from like, uh, like Eddie the Eagle kind of uh, interview where Hugh Jackman and uh, the actor... Uh, who's the actor for Kingsman? I don't know. Woody Harrelson? Not Wait, who? What Woody Harrelson? Hell no. Wait, who? Uh, Kingsman. The Kingsman. Uh, the there's, there's a lot. Who exactly? The main character, the exe guy. I don't. I forgot. Know. Anyway, but they, they, he, he like shouted out. They were playing a game, right? And he shouted out Tom Hiddleston's name with such rusty, right? And he said, "Have you seen his fans?" <laughs> Kingsman. Okay, the main guy, right? X Y Z. Okay, so who's the for okay, let's look at the first one. The cast for X Y Z was Colin Firth. Was it this guy? No, that's not. Him. Oh, it's Colin. It's not Colin Firth. So, is it this one? Ah, yeah. Ah, it's Taron Egerton. Yeah. Okay. He like uh, shot, they were playing. They were playing a game with Hugh Jackman and stuff with the interviewer. Like, 
Uh, and then he shouted out Tommy Lewis's name while Hugh Jackman just like casually says Tom Hardy's name. Uh, and then the interviewer was like, I've never seen anyone shout out Tom Lewis's name with such ferocity or something like that. He's like, have you seen his fans? Yeah, but, but Tom Hardy, I think he, he's, he's severely underrated in my opinion, yeah, he's Hardy. He's, I mean, he's, he's, he's done, done Mad Max, good, yeah. Bane, now Venom. No, no, I think he, Mad Max, Tom Hardy didn't like working with someone, I'm not sure who, but anyway, Bane, he was really cool, really badass and stuff. Yeah, and you can tell like, okay look, the, re- the main reason Venom succeeded in a way was because of Hardy's acting. Otherwise, I don't think the film would have succeeded. Oh, Mr. Word. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but, and it's also because of like, it's also because Tom knows how to go all out into it. He really went, he really went for it. I don't know whether the scene where he bit into the lobster was real. Was it? It was real. Oh my god, really? Yeah. Man, okay, okay. He's that good at method acting. It's not really method acting, he just went all out. Yep. So, yeah. I feel, I feel like, like Tom is just very, very underrated. So please. And the lobster scene was like, Ugh, how the fuck does he not? How does he not just like spit it out immediately? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was hilarious, but it's also very uncomfortable. Yeah. Ha, <laughs> huh, man. Okay. So, is there anything else you want to add, Uh, Take care of yourself, or else you'll be sick like me. Oh, oh no, yeah. You're, you're sick, aren't you? Is, is it, it is, is it the, the virus, virus or is it something else? Or is it just uh, just something else? I think it it started it started like somewhere around Thursday morning, like ah. somewhere around Thursday. I was like feeling sore only like that, so I got myself some strep cells. But then at night, I felt like my nose being blocked, kind of stuff. So I got myself the inhaler, kind of thing. Okay. Well, that's ne- next day, which was yesterday, I was sneezing like hell. Yikes. This but now, but now, not so much, not so much, so I'm feeling better. And something I want to discuss with you on the mic. Do you, okay, in, in the case that like, either one of us are sick on our, our recording this, should we delay? Should we call for like an episode skip? Uh, we could if like one of us is really not feeling well. Yeah, because, look. Like, well, for example, like if if I'm really sick that I can't even move much. Yikes, yeah, no. Then, I, I mean, if, if I'm really desperate, I, I can just bring the mic to, you, to your face and then like just record from, hey. Yeah, yeah, kinda. <laughs> but I, I guess it's, it's just a matter of like, depending on like how okay we are to record, I guess. Mm, yeah. Because again, as much as we would like to do this every week, I ain't gonna force shit from us. If we don't have content or or if we need a break, just ask for it. Which is why which is why I wanted to I planned it to go by season to go seasonally. So it's like every every four months or so we'll, we'll go for a like a month off or something. To get a shit and like get more content. Because believe it or not, it's difficult getting content out of a very quiet week, isn't it? <laughs> this week has been relatively quiet except for China. So we've just been re- we've just been scrambling for like some kind of content to talk about, isn't it? <laughs> yep. It's difficult, man. <laughs> but I guess we're getting the hang of it. Yeah. All right. So thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Uh, time to plug our shit. Yep. You wanna plug first? Uh, I'm Hamza. No, plug your socials. 
Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, follow me on Instagram, Deca15. Uh, I think you'll see a recent. Uh, he did it. He, he finished, finished his, his uh, video, video game character art. Yay! And it's beautiful. Oh, oh my god. god. And the background is pink. Oh, yeah, the background's pink. I, I have one criticism about that though. What? Kirby's legs live in the background. I know, I know. Kirby's legs. Okay, go. Guys, go, go look at the art. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tag it in the official like uh, podcast page. Uh, Instagram.com slash DJ podcast, by the way. Oh, you're speaking with you, right? Am I able to post the podcast, uh, the original art? Sure. Like both versions? Yeah, go for it. All right. Both versions? What do you mean? The, the one of the normal blue hoodie and the dark blue hoodie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way. It, the redesign. Yeah, the redesign. The Sonic redesign. <laughs> That is one movie which I actually unironically want to watch, by the way, the Sonic movie. Mainly because I'm actually curious of how, of like, I want to show my respect, you know, for the animators who actually did spend $5 million to reanimate that thing. If it's going to be something like Sonic X, I'm up for it. Sonic X. I feel like the tone is well made. Like, the tone is going to be good. But I don't know whether the story is going to be generic. That's my, that's my question. Yeah, that's going to be a question for everyone. If, it, if it's visually very good, good. But I need a story. Yeah. So, and if the plot ain't that interesting, it, that, that's honestly just going to suck. Really. Also, subscribe uh, to Tekken 15 on YouTube. Yeah. How, how close are you to 400 subs right now? Let me check right now. Please uh, already hit it. I... No, I don't know. Let me see. Uh, okay, let's see whether you actually did hit it. Because if you did, good to know the shout-out actually did work. Nope, not yet. Aww. How close are you, actually? Six more subscribers. Oh, so you actually gained three more. Okay. Guys, seriously, please subscribe to him. Give him the 400 subscriber play button. Is there a 400 subscriber No, it's not. There's only a 100,000 play button. There's a 1,000. That's a 100,000. Oh, 100,000. My bad. 1,000, you get monetized. Ah, ah. With a hundred thousand, you get silver. Million, you get gold. Ten million, you get diamond. Fifty million, you get PewDiePie. Because no one is able to go for fifty million yet. True, true. I think the gamers, the gaming YouTubing community, are slowly rising up. Mark's at like thirty mil right now. Oh yes. At like close to thirty mil. Jack is Jack. The guy's moving closer to it. Oh, speaking of which, do you know that there's a movie? And Vanos Gaming is at 24 million, almost wow. 25. Wow, that's good. Speaking of which, did you know that there is a movie with, uh, by, like, I don't know, Sean Levi featuring Ryan Reynolds and Jack Sepikai coming out in April. Free, free Guy or something. Oh, Free Guy. That's like the video game kind of thing, right? Yeah, it's, I am genuinely excited for that. Is that a clock in your pan? Is that your clock in your pocket? Yeah, no. wait, when is that coming? It's July, 2nd July. Is that a clock in your pocket? No. And what? It's two clocks. <laughs> and it looks in it actually looks really, really good. It yeah. has it has Taika, Sean Levi, Joe Keery from Stranger Things. Oh. He was Steve from Stranger Things. Oh shit. Steve yeah, Harry. I know right. It's it's gonna Steve be fun. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. Alright. Oh, and also Greg Berlanti is producing producing. Greg Berlanti. He produces most of the shows for CW. Ah, right, right, right. So good for him. Alright. Uh plug your shit. Okay, yeah, my turn to plug. Um, Twitter, D for DJ, YouTube, D for DJ, Instagram, DRH.N, Instagram for this podcast, DJ Podcast, and Tumblr is also DJ Podcast. E. Alright, till next time, Diraj. I'm Hamza. Peace out. Bye. Subscribe. <laughs>